0: Chris Draper joins us as the Wings and the Leafs get ready for tonight's game. Special assistant to the general manager of the Wings. Good morning, Chris.
1: Good morning, guys. How are you doing? We're real good. I
0: used to see your little kid skate. Uh, or have you, Has your household avoided the uh, Fortnite craze?
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, he, he plays it like casually a little bit, but definitely uh, nothing like some of the stuff that I've read, uh, <laughs> that's for sure. That's uh, not... Uh, not in this house, no chance.
0: Not, not, uh, yeah. <laughs> the hammer, uh, the hammer comes <laughs> down to uh, to some extent. Um, y- <laughs> you guys have a fascinating team. I think most people are, uh, are are super interested to see how this year goes. Dylan Larkin really. Really electrified the fans. And and you'd know from that city what what it's like with a younger player coming up. I remember Henrik Zetterberg's first year. The fans will take to yeah. you if you're given full effort and you've got skill. But I, I think the question with your team is how many other players can ascend, younger players can ascend to where Dylan Larkin is, Athena CU, uh, a couple other players, obviously your number six pick yeah. this year who they can't see yet. That's what's going to be fascinating about you guys. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know what? I agree with that. Obviously, uh, I mean Dylan Larkin. You know, first of all, I can't say enough about him as uh, as a young hockey player. What a great kid on and off the ice. And uh, this is just someone who just wants to get better. He's uh, he does everything that he can, day in and day out, to get better. He's a rink rat. Loves being in the weight room. Loves shooting pucks before and after practice. So he's that young hockey player that you have an opportunity to build a team around and. He's obviously with, with the, the injury of Henrik Zetterberg has, has kind of been forced into more of a leadership role, probably a little earlier than we wanted, but it's something that uh, we know that Dylan can handle with uh, the character that he has. But like you said, we have some young guys that, um, you know, I thought Mo Mantha, the West Coast trip, uh, Anthony Mantha, I thought uh, I thought he played uh, probably as good as hockey as I've seen him play, physically engaged, have scoring chances. Uh, Big, strong, just played a power forward game. Uh, Double A, um, you know, what can you say about his speed and skill? He had, uh, I think he had a couple breakaways and and unfortunately didn't get a shot on either of them. But he just shows you how dangerous and how explosive he could be. And, you know, the fun part and and Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi's uh, been, been real good for us. Obviously, he played last year. Um, he's going into his first full year here in the National Hockey League, so we think up front we got some good young players, and then you mix in uh, a Thomas Vanek, a Gus Nyquist, a Franz Nielsen, so we think we have uh, a good balance up there. And on the back end, our, our young guys have uh, have really stepped right in with the injuries that we've had. Dennis Trelowski, um, he just played has been playing like a a seasoned vet, the way that the poise that he has with the puck very good first pass puck moving defenseman excellent skater uh has been playing on the first power play unfortunately he's banged up right now so he's not going to be able to play tonight uh haronic has has come in and and he had a, a year in grand rapids last year and has stepped right in and and he's playing second power play unit and real competitive uh player good skater has a good feel for when to join the rush and you know, then we have uh Levor Sulak who who's come over, he played pro last year over in Europe. Uh big, I think he's six six three and a bit, excellent skater, and he's just still figuring out the North American game. So, you know, like you said, there's there's some good young players down there um that are getting opportunities because of where we're at right now with our organization. And then on the back end are we have some some young D that are are getting opportunities to play because we've had injuries and have actually have done a great job for us. So it's, uh, you know, it's promising to see.
0: Uh, Chris Draper, assistant to the general manager of the Red Wings. And you mentioned some of the veterans. It's so important. Um, when you look at uh, how tough uh, your games have been in the early going and how you guys have, have stuck with it but not come out with victories. You played Anaheim tough. You played the Kings tough. You played Columbus tough. And yet you didn't win the games. And you need some veterans to uh, make sure that uh, the attitude is not lost when young players lose in games in which they fight hard for
1: yeah exactly and that's uh you know that's kind of the message that is coming down from uh from our coaching staff as well you know if they you know if you keep playing the right way you know the 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 game's gonna reward you and that's uh you know that's how it's been for for a hundred years and you know i think we have guys that that are playing the right way like i said they're playing hard they're competing they're playing fast uh you know the the l a game you know we outshoot l a just you know a couple of bad bounces that that you'd love to have back and and maybe you win the hockey game. But the one thing that that we're at right now, when you watch our hockey team play, our, our, our room for error is, our margin for error is is very small. You know, we can't really outscore our mistakes. And, you know, it's a tough way to play the game of hockey when you can't outscore your mistakes. So, you know, we know that, you know, when when we're either going into another team's building or someone's coming in to play us that, uh, you know, we pretty well, you know, for 60 minutes have to do it the right way, shift in and shift out. And it's hard to do that. But, uh, you know, if these young hockey players learn how to do that, You know, in two, three years, we're going to have, you know, we're going to have some good things, some great habits. We're going to, you know, maintain the culture that everyone has fought so hard for around here, and and we'll get this thing going in the right direction again. But, uh, you know, the one thing that that these guys, we know that they're going to do is they're going to show up, they're going to play hard, and and that's what Blash and his coaching staff want. They want that this young team to play the right way.
0: Chris Draper, our guest, four Stanley Cups as a player, won the World Juniors as well, won the World Cup of Hockey, uh, I believe, in this very uh, building in Toronto. In I think you were on the cover of the Toronto Sun the Sunday morning after your Saturday. It's, it, that, it's good that you haven't been on the cover of the Sun since. That means you're not doing anything. That's a good thing, actually. Uh, that That's the last time. Yes, that's the last time you were, you were on the cover. When you look at, at the two geography things for you, one, the Leafs and Wings, you, you weren't a wing when they played in the playoffs in 93. It's been ages. You had a lot teammates who went through that that big seven game series and maybe and some of the ones in the late 80s steve eiserman obviously would have um but but tell me about the travel for your group you used to it was quite something to be detroit in the western conference and when playoffs would come it was i mean it was exhausting for your fans and for the media i can only imagine what it was like playing mountain time zone pacific time zone games uh six weeks straight basically to get to the stanley cup Final. you don't have to do that anymore when you eventually get back there
1: yeah, you know that's uh, obviously I wasn't part of that that '93 series, and and I'd like to think that's why they made the big one dollar trade. Uh, that's you right. Know, that that yeah. summer after after we lost out to acquire me to get things going in the right direction. But uh, you know, for me, obviously, I grew up in Toronto. Uh grew up going to Maple Leaf Gardens uh, with my dad. I have so many memories of Toronto Maple Leafs and. And uh, and then certainly, you know, the opportunity to play for the Detroit Red Wings and and be a part of an original six rivalry. But the unfortunate thing is, like you said, you know, I was in the West my entire career, and they were, you know, in the East, and I never really had the opportunity to to do that. The closest that I really got to it was um, in in o two. We obviously ended up going to, to the Stanley Cup finals and Carolina beat Toronto. That would have been, you know, something. That would have been incredible. A, yeah. Know, a huge, huge thrill for me, like exactly to be able to do that. But, you know, for us, you know, playing playing in the Western Conference, it you know, it's just you just deal with it. It is what it is. You know, we didn't know any better. Um, you know, we always uh, we had great rivalries obviously with, you know, Colorado and and dallas and st louis and had some unbelievable rivalries uh throughout the playoffs obviously the the vancouver series but you're right it always seemed when playoff hockey came the detroit red wings were were going out west rather going out to western canada or going out to the west coast and you know i'd like to think that uh you know when we were the last team standing through those runs Mm that um you know we certainly earned it uh, nothing nothing was certainly given to us you talk about you know our days off between playoff series were were a full travel day um, you know, is what it was. We would we wouldn't travel after a game. We'd stay in the city. We'd wake up in the morning and for traveling from the West coast, you know, we'd wake up and, and, and get on a plane. And obviously with the three hour time change, we'd, you know, get back to the house. It was basically dinner time and grab yeah. some dinner and, and, and get to bed and then play the next day and away you go again. But like I said, for us, uh, you know, we, we never complained about it, 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 that the travel, it, it is what it is. And we just went and played hockey and obviously had, uh, you know, we had we had success, great teammates and great leadership under Steve Iserman and went out and, and mm-hmm. won our fair share of hockey games. So that's you know, no complaints here on, on being in the West, but I certainly would have love to have been able to play uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs more, that's for sure.
0: Uh, the, yeah, Playoff series will happen at some point in time in the near future. Tell us, we had a quote last week, Brendan Shanahan uh, mentioned talking about, and William Nylander's holding out, so you won't see him tonight, or isn't holding out, he just hasn't signed a, a deal and he's an RFA. But Brendan mentioned about the Red Wings, and, and I don't, it, 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 it's valid to me in some ways, and in some ways I'm, I'm like, I don't know about that. He said, guys just took less. Now, in Detroit, you could tell me if I'm wrong, there was a team collective, veterans wanted to come there very late in their career and and be a part of things. You guys traded for a lot of vets and a lot of big money players. Darian Hatcher signed, uh, Robert Lang was traded, but as younger players – you, gotta, you know how this goes. Players got to get what they can well they can when they're in their 20s and, and, uh, and headed towards their early 30s. And you could do a lot of that, Chris, before the cap came in. You were on some pretty high-profile, high-priced teams. It's harder to do now. It's, harder, it's just harder to keep good teams together than it was with you guys.
1: It is. Um, you know, there's no doubt about it. And uh, you know, obviously, you know, you, you as as uh you know, being part of a a front office, you're watching what's going on, you know, with the Toronto Maple Leafs and, and obviously the the comments that uh Brennan Shanahan had to say, but you know, he he just he wants he, he wants to keep that core group together. It's uh you know, they've worked hard to get it, so you can understand uh, you know, why Shani said what he said. You know, for you know, for these young hockey players, it's uh, you know, there's an opportunity to to obviously get paid. Um, you know, I was pretty fortunate to be uh, part of the the Dylan Larkin negotiations. You know, right from the start, and was able to to watch how the contract evolved and how we ended up getting it done. But you know, we really only had we had the one contract that we had to negotiate. Obviously, I think you know everyone knows that you know the Nylander contract could impact what goes on with the rest of the leaf organization so um in the end you know i know that uh you know they want to get their players signed uh, and in long term to keep what they have and keep it going in the in the right direction but for us in detroit you know you said it i mean we had players you know brett hall came and you know he publicly stated you know, i'm coming to the detroit red wings because i want to win a stanley cup luke rovitaille left the los angeles kings because he wanted to have an opportunity to to win the stanley cup and and dominic Kossack the same thing and all that happened in in one summer you know the summer of yeah. 01 and the and the one season and and but we didn't have we didn't have a cap and we didn't have a, a number that we had to work with but in the end you know that ken holland kind of said you know we have steve eisman here we have nick Lidstrom here and and these guys have done so much and they've done it the right way and and these guys are, are, you know, they're that the standard of the Detroit Red Wings, and I think everyone bought into into that program. And uh, you know, I know for, you know, for me, it was, uh, you know, I just, you know, I didn't want to go anywhere because of what we had. I loved, I love playing in Detroit. I love being a Detroit Red Wing. I love the opportunity of every training camp. You know, you come into a training camp and you you potentially had an opportunity to win a Stanley Cup. Did it happen every year? No, but the fact of driving down to the rink knowing that you have an opportunity to win a lot of hockey games, that meant a lot to me. Um, you know, and with that, obviously, uh, you know, we, we, we did get paid and was there more money elsewhere? Probably. But in the end, there was a lot of us did, that didn't really want to know that or didn't want to find right. out yeah. Yeah. because what we loved, what we had in Detroit. And, and that's what, you know, and, and I just talk about myself and Kirk Malpey and, and with that, we're still with the organization. So, you know, I think, um, you know, as a player, um, you know, we'd like to think that we showed a lot of loyalty. And, and when we ended up retiring, you know, Ken, Ken Holland reciprocated that by, you know, giving both of us jobs. And I think Maltz has been eight years now, you know, working as a scout with the Red Wings. And, and I've been, you know, this is my seventh season now, working in the front office with Ken. So, you know in in the end it worked out for us but sure. you know everyone's going to look out for themselves and everyone's going to do different things and and have different beliefs but for me you know just the opportunity to win and and to win a lot and the opportunity to win Stanley Cups to me that was something that uh that I put as a right. priority and 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 very happy that it worked out the Chris, way it did
0: Chris yeah. Draper uh, thank you so much for joining us wish you luck with the Red Wings and uh, in the game tonight Thanks Chris
1: there you go We'll take it thanks guys